Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw Countout. Oh, Whoa, you're back from vacation I'm a week back early. From vacation a week early. I missed you so much, and I miss doing this show so much that you I slid all the way back across the Atlantic Ocean just to be with me. Just to be when here. You're supposed to be on vacation. Exactly. Nah, no, we're shooting this like a month in <laughs> oh, Steve's yeah. still on vacation. No. In fact, I'm sitting at home right now, probably doing nothing at all. You're on vacation too. Well, I'm not doing anything. It's not the same as being on vacation. I'm not going anywhere. It's a staycation. We're going to call it that. Stay. Call well, it I that. think that's like when you're still in town, but you do something special, something like that. Like yeah. you stay at a hotel in the same town, something like that. I think it's I don't a staycation. Really get that. I don't get that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Why would I, I just want to stay in a, for, uh, a bed not familiar with me in a hotel yeah. when I can sleep in my own bed? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't disagree necessarily. I've done it before, but that was uh, you know sometimes you got to get out of the house. I get that. You know. Anyways. Uh, yeah, no, it's vacation time for us, or it's rest time for him, vacation time for me, however you want to uh, dub it. Uh, and you might so, take up uh, woodwork, do some lumberjacking. I'll do that. Well, be careful. Like, don't hurt yourself. You don't think I could be handy with an axe? I, it's not a good idea, knowing you. I have not. all my digits here. For now? For now? I've, I've never cut myself that bad. I anything. feel like you've had a really good 2019 and so far. And we want to keep it that way. But I can go, all go south in the second half of the year. Should I cut yeah. off one of my fingers? Just like some of these wrestlers right here. Should they cut off some of their fingers? Uh, so, yeah, we, we pre-recorded a bunch of uh, uh, mid-year stuff. Uh, mid-year, year in review. Yeah. So we're, this week we're counting down a bunch yeah. of things. Uh, good and bad that have happened up to this point. Roughly the midway point of 2019. Hopefully you all enjoyed your time with Cal Jack. Oh, he's the best. Sad for you all. I'm coming back. Uh, Steve is going to be back uh, this coming Monday. I might start a different wrestling show with just Cal. That'd be good. I, I wouldn't blame you. I know you. You don't have time to do that. I don't have time to do that. But you've given me an idea because I do have time for that. No, we might bring Cal back. Uh, we're going to try to finagle him back on the show. On a um, semi-regular basis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think people would he, like that. He, he's a wealth of information and knowledge and great, great stories. He's terrific. 
Uh, but anyways, yeah, getting down to business. Uh, we're here around the middle of the year or so. And uh, so, yeah, it's always good to reflect on how things are going. I don't have any of our... Uh, I guess we could do that when we do, like, top news stories of 2019. Uh, we can dust off our old predictions for the year. Yeah, that's the idea. And see how bad... We're doing that earlier in the week. We've already done it. Or it's already aired. We haven't done it yet, but it's already aired. <sighs> Time, man. It's also confusing. It really is. Uh, in any event, uh, here we go. It's top 10 wrestlers who've had the best 2019 so far. So far. So important far. caveat. Yeah. Here we go. Number 10. 10. Shingo Takagi. So uh, he debuted New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, mm-hmm. King of Pro Wrestling 2018, mm-hmm. so October of last year. Yep. Um, and uh, up to the finals of the best of Super Juniors. He had yet to lose a match. Well, importantly, also, he debuted as a member of Los Ingobernables de Japón. Yeah. A very, very important group. And a very, uh, cl- it's not like Bullet Club when any old yokel can can join. No, it's, 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 it's select company. It's exactly. They all have a, a shared history. Yeah. Um, in the case of Shingo, I believe uh, one of his trainers was also Tetsuya Naito's trainer. Right. Um, they, all those guys go way back, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Shingo claimed the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. With partner Bushi, Bushi at uh, Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. this year, mm-hmm. and as I mentioned, uh, was undefeated through the year. Uh, had a hell of a, and I mean hell of a best of a Super Juniors, um, winning all his matches save for the final. Lost to Will Ospreay yeah. in a match of the year contender. Mm-hmm. Feeling like we'll talk about that match a lot more when we do our best matches of 2019 so, so far. far. Um, and uh, he had a good match against Kojima at Dominion. Um, just a, a stellar rookie year, even though he's a, a seasoned veteran, rookie year in New Japan Pro Wrestling for Shingo. And now he wants to prove that he could be a big, strong boy. Uh, he's, I, he's, I want to be a heavyweight. I want to be a big guy. Um, in L- G1. L-I-G, yeah, and yeah, he's going to be in G1. Uh, L-I-J's got uh, potentially an interesting issue coming up on the horizon. Sonata, big strong boy, also rebranded Space Pirate, mm-hmm. and uh, he's probably going to be going after some singles gold eventually. Yeah, of course, Naito, top singles guy in the faction. Yeah, current Intercontinental Champion, uh, probably future two-time heavyweight champion. And then, and then Shingo here, and then Shingo who wants you know, to. He's, yeah. he's going to want some gold at some point, some heavyweight yeah. gold. Yeah, Evil might be looking at that heavyweight title too. Ha 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 He's got a, He's already got a shiny object and carries around with him that giant scythe. Yeah, I feel like he's the big winner because he also has laser fingers. That mask looks really uncomfortable on him, though. Yeah, he doesn't look very comfortable. He doesn't look comfortable with that mask, and no, like the rope just keeps getting larger and larger. What was the? What was that one? Was it Wrestle Kingdom? Where it was over his eyes. That's got to be like at first, like the the Party City scythe. It looked dinky. Yeah. It looked cheap. But it also looked like a terrible burden to, to carry with you down the ring. I know. That thing he's got now is like something out of Final Fantasy. It's huge. <laughs> it's too much. It's humongous. That's yeah. got to be totally uncomfortable to carry around. Just think about Shingo. He just has his dragon mask yeah. and a robe. He's got nothing else he's to worry about. He's good to go. Man. He's definitely good to his go. His packaging's great. It is, yeah. He's terrific. Yeah. Everything about Shingo is great. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. He's, he's in store for a, 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 a stellar second half 2019, I have a feeling. Or maybe it'll all fall apart. I think you. I think if things go good, you're right. But if things go bad, it's going to be then a bad. You'll be right. <laughs> you could have the equivalent of Larson cutting off a finger. Exactly. Oh if man, I, I think you'll be fine with nine fingers. I think it'll be good. Depends. I, I don't want to lose a finger on my left hand because the, the odd chance I get to play guitar, I need all my fingers over here. 
Right hand, who cares? Left hand, I need all my fingers. Wait, what? which hand are you? I'm right-handed. Well, that's what you need, man. I only need like three fingers to write, oh, and I goodness. barely write. Oh, wow. Yeah, but you do other things. You like grab for things. That's why I have this other hand. That's why we have two hands. So if they have one I, hand. Yeah, I kind of want, if there. you're going to lose a finger, I want it to be on your right hand because I don't want to be, be closest to. I want, I want to be this one. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to be for, I want to be your thumb. I want to be furthest away I from. I'd like to keep my thumb if I'd like to write still. Oh, fine, your index. I want to be well, furthest still, away that. from it. Any of these two fingers. <laughs> Would you give up your pinky for $300,000? It's an interesting proposition. I don't know. All right, we'll talk. Depends about on the means of removal, I guess. Um, sudden swift accident in a, a, a warehouse that deals with plane parts. I knew a guy. Uh, ideally, this instrument that would remove my finger from my hand would be hot, so it would remove my pinky. It would cauterize at the same time. No cauterization. It's messy and gross and hurts a lot. Three hundred thousand dollars. Me and my medical bills covered on top of the three hundred thousand. Yeah, that's something to think about. Yeah. Yeah, you know. How about you? Would you do that? No, God, no. No. Just a finger. It sounds like some nasty game that a rich person would play on a peasant like me. Mm -hmm. I'd give you three hundred thousand dollars for one finger, and then like you did. He's got a finger collection. (laughs) (laughs) You number nine. Hey, we should we should develop that story. Number nine. Nine. The finger collection. What a great idea. Number nine. Nine. Our truth. He's brought relevance to a title that is. Really should have that zero looks like relevance. Should be a diner clock. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, Archer is at a killer. Twenty nineteen. Number one, he has been. Uh, he's been. He's been United States champion. He. Uh, was, he had a wildly entertaining U.S. title run. Yeah, exactly. Kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, it was amazing. He was referencing his childhood icon, John Cena. Yeah, he that had John was awesome. Cena posters in his room as a kid. He said uh, he and Carmella pioneered the seven second dance break. They had a really good mixed match challenge, which they won. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, they so won kind that. Kickstarted all this. Yeah, that was great. Um, he has kept. You know, Carmella. Uh, we kind of figured. Okay, well, she. She's fallen out of the title scene, and she's fallen in as a sort of our truths hype guy. Uh, but th- together as a team, they're very, very oh, appealing. They're wildly entertaining. They are very entertaining. And our uh, truth is really run with it, as he always does whenever he's given anything. And uh, he's turned this 24-7 title into the cl- much closer approximation to the DDT Pro uh, Heavy Metalweight Championship uh, that they had. He's doing a lot of stuff on Twitter. Everybody seems to be having a lot of fun with it. It, it has, I mean, look, say what you will about being in what we call the loser locker room. A lot of those guys do kind of look like they're having fun with it and they're on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you can't you can't put down the 24-7 thing too much. And then there's Bob Roode. Looks like he's having absolutely no fun. Anyways, uh, going back to the U.S. title run, um, it was a couple days after the Rumble, um, and he defeated then-champion Shinsuke Nakamura for the belt via roll-up, and then Rusev talked him into having another match. He yeah. beat him, too. Yeah, that was shocking. I thought for sure that was just going to be yeah, – he's yeah. going to be a 10-minute transitional champion. And that was R-Truth's first championship since April of 2012, so seven years. Yeah, yeah, and – he still looks amazing. He's like how forty-seven years yeah. old, something like that. Yeah, he's he been around He looks forever. amazing. He still looks like he did when he was like twenty-seven. Yeah, when he was K Quick, right? Yeah, yeah. He is forty-seven. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, so yeah, that twenty-four-seven title. A lot of people think it's one of the better things of of uh, the WWE main roster product right now. And our truth is the perfect, absolutely he first is. real champion. He wasn't, he wasn't the first champion, but he was the first. He's like the first. He's the uh, he's the cornerstone of that he's division. He's the franchise right player yeah. of the twenty four seven division. Yes, 
There we go. And moving on, number eight. Eight. Chris Jericho. Two huge, huge, sorry, three huge, huge high-profile matches this year. Yeah. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom against Naito, Naito. where he lost yep. the Intercontinental title, IWGP yeah. Intercontinental title. He defeated Kenny Omega. Yeah. At Clean. double or nothing. Clean. Clean, too. And then lost to Okada in a pretty good match mm-hmm. at Dominion. Uh, more than that, uh, he signed with All Elite. He is the corner or like the huge mainstream name they signed to bring eyeballs um, to their product. Uh, you know, people who might not be familiar with the work of the Young Bucks, of Kenny Omega, of Cody, of Hangman Page, the elite guys. People know Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah. If you're just even, you know, a, a casual, the most casual, casual the wrestling fan will know wrestling who Chris fans, Jericho is. You know exactly who Chris Jericho is. And if he's involved in something, you got the idea that might be something worth paying attention to. And what Chris Jericho doing right now is, if you're a lapsed fan, number one, everybody loved Jericho back in the day. If you're a lapsed fan and you happen to be, uh, you know, messing with the channels on mm-hmm. a Wednesday nights, which is I'm sure it's where it's going to air or when it's going to air rather, and you happen to see Chris Jericho doing what he's doing now, it's really cool. Yeah, it is. Like he's got sort of a Clockwork Orange-ish sort of makeup scheme. He's got the whiskey belly. He's got sort of an evil rock star kind of thing going, the pain maker. He looks fantastic, and he's doing stuff that's really cool and interesting that harkens back to what he was doing back when these lapsed fans might have actually been paying attention to wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you tune in and see that, I'm like, man, this is like really cool. Jericho, so what is this all about? Yeah. And like you said, he's the perfect guy to bring people back to wrestling who might have tuned out because of the PG era or whatever. Um, he could be a massive, massive, massive asset to all elite wrestling, getting new eyes to the product. Yes. Also, huge get for him getting uh, John Moxley on his podcast for his first interview. Largest downloads or largest number Most of downloads. Download episode in the first after his first ten hours. Up. Yeah. Huge get for Chris. Oh Jericho. man, massive get there in uh, uh, Moxley's living or uh, kitchen, kitchen, perhaps. Yes. Hi, Renee. Hi, Renee. She walks by. She's like. Great. Now I have to hear about that. Yeah. Now, I have now to I'm going to have that. Mark Carano. Shouldn't have walked through the kitchen. Come up to me in Raw <laughs> and bother me about that. And bug me. Get in my face about things. Yeah. Hell of a year so far for Chris Jericho. Uh, he's got a title match against Hangman Page. It all out. Of all his reinventions, you have to think that this one, you know, from uh, his Wrestle Kingdom a year ago, a year and chain, a year and a half ago now, uh, has been the most fascinating, maybe creatively fulfilling. Yeah, it seems like it. He's had a ton of great recreations or great reinventions, yeah. but this one, man, really tops he it seems, all. He seems to be having a lot of fun. He's the, very vulgar now. The world is his oyster. I know, and vulgarity is awesome in the proper context, and he uses it properly. It's amazing. Yeah. It's great. It is great. It's funny, even after he lost to Okada at Dominion. He dubbed himself the goat. Yeah, beats him up. Sticks a cotta dollar. Let's see if my head. forehead is greasy enough for this. Well, then he rubs one in his front area and throws it at the camera. It is. I can do that too. You. There you, you go. That's a valuable cotta dollar, man. There's more, there's more here, man. Look okay. at that. Well, don't do it to all of them. I'm saving this one for me. There's two here. I'm saving this one. Saving these two. Put it on your forehead. No. Come on, man. No. Why don't you? Why aren't you ever on the same page with me? Because I value cotta dollars. So Anyways, move on to number seven.
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Johnny Gargano! Johnny Gargano, he finally won the NXT title, and like every match he has is, is fantastic. He's the best wrestler, best pure wrestler in NXT. This guy is leading the charge of takeovers that are, they, they, I mean, look, takeovers have always been awesome, but they're, I mean, especially over the past 12 months or so, especially since the Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa stuff, there has been an absolute renaissance. I mean, you can take a look at his match, uh, uh, even going back before this year, uh, Andrade Almas, mm-hmm. uh, match oh, with Alistair Black. Oh, man. And then, of course, the Tommaso Ciampa series. Yeah. And uh, he's just lighting it up along the way. And, of course, this year, Adam Cole. Bay, bay. Uh, two matches, one best two out of three falls in this last one, which he lost. Both got over five stars. Yep, yep. So he is bringing New Japan levels of critical acclaim to the WWE umbrella via yeah. NXT. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, woo, he dodged that call-up bullet. Yeah, he did. Oh, man. So earlier this year, uh, Vince McMahon uh, apparently went to Triple H and said, uh, who are your best guys? Uh, let's bring them up. And Triple H probably in his head is thinking, oh. Oh, man. Because this is still this is before uh, Ciampa's injury was announced. Yeah. And uh, he and Gargano were still in the midst of this two-year-long storyline mm-hmm. and they're forced to tag together on main roster uh, and more or less ignoring uh, what was going on in NXT television at the time. Yeah. Which at the time, it was the... the, the, the they were they were in the midst of a bit of reunion as DIY to be in the uh, Dusty Classic, but it seemed tenuous, obviously. Um, but the tenuous nature of it wasn't necessarily communicated on main roster. Right. You thought they were just buddy-buddy. It was kind of obvious that they were given zero direction mm-hmm. within the context of what they were doing in NXT. Mm-hmm. Vince probably said, oh, okay, great. You're a tag team. Okay, good. Be baby faces. <laughs> yeah. Your name is Do It Yourself. Get over here by yourself. <laughs> As baby faces. So, uh, so yeah, he dodged that call-up. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa was injured, so then they went back. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa went under the knife, and then uh, Gargano went back to NXT and just resumed his career of putting on stellar matches. Yep. Won the NXT championship uh, in a match against uh, Adam Cole. One of the best matches of the year. Oh, yeah, absolutely terrific. Oh, I think the second match is better personally. But anyways, he lost. Uh, he didn't have that much luck uh, successfully defending titles. He uh, won the North American title from Ricochet. Take over Phoenix early this year, only to lose it to Velveteen Dream. And, mm-hmm. and as you mentioned, he beat Adam Cole for the vacant NXT title, only to lose it recently to Adam Cole. Yeah. But as far as in ring performers, 
at least under the WWE umbrella, doesn't get much better than Johnny Gargano. Right yeah, now. yeah. Now, I'm not sure what his 2020 might hold for him. I'm sure the rest of 2019 will be great. 2020 might be scary because he might go to 205 Live. Assuming 205 Live exists. Hopefully it doesn't. Then he'll never have to go there. Fair I, like point. Two, I like 205. I like 205. I'm excited. We're going to SmackDown. I'm excited to go see 205 Live. 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 Yeah. It's, it's going to be live. You know, the cool is that like half the, the crowd might leave. He might be able to get down on the floor. Yeah, I think they'll be totally cool with that. I mean, we have to maybe do a little bit of subterfuge. Skulking. Yeah. We've learned from playing stealth games. Get I've a cardboard seen, I've box. The re- I've seen the repo man. Yeah. He's a good skulker. Yeah. Well, he's kind of, yeah. We don't want to wear like a mask. No, that's obvious. That brings attention. Yeah. You want to do like a, a solid snake, put a box over you. I'm just going to give the security guard too sweet. All right. Can I give him one of these? Sure. You like the one you. He's all. What is this? What is this supposed to do for me? I'm like, this is Okada dollar, you dumb bastard. <laughs> and he gives you a rainmaker. <laughs> oh, no. Anyways, let's move on. Number six. Six. <laughs> you get Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. Woo. Uh, Will Ospreay is probably challenging uh, Johnny Gargano for putting on stellar entering performances this year. Yeah. What, are you sticking out over there a little bit? Oh, oh you are. Look at that. <laughs> uh, match of the year contender with Shingo in the finals, the best super junior. Super Juniors. Juniors. And then uh, a hell of a match against Dragon Lee. Yeah. At Dominion. Oh, wow. Well, this is what they're saying. And on top of that, he didn't try to break his neck on the apron. That's um, true. Uh, he did have a really good match against Kota Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom, but he did knock him out. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, the one thing that, especially coming out of the Super Juniors, you've probably noticed this as well, is that people are now saying that Osprey is kind of heir apparent to Kenny Omega who is the previous best bout machine. Will Ospreay really also seems to be taking that idea to heart. And he said you know, he moved to Japan. Yeah. He, he wants nothing but to be in new Japan. Well, here's the thing too. They mentioned that some commentary at dominion. Like he, he just, he finally started lifting weights. Yeah. They said yeah. before he had never lifted weights. Yeah. And he's trying to bulk up, That's protect crazy. his body a bit mm-hmm. more. Um, uh, you know, uh, not do, quite as many of the crazy high-flying moves uh, to try to prolong his career, perhaps. Yeah, because otherwise he's going to be done by he's 25. Well, he's already 26. Well, he's going to be done by 27. 30, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a smart move. And, and he's grown to, over the last couple of years to be, a, a, I feel like, a much better storyteller. Yes, yeah. Like, for example, this past Dominion, of course, uh, his match against Marty uh, Skrull. Marty Skrull. No, at Dominion. This this oh. Dominion. Oh, sorry, uh, Dragon Lee. Thank you, Dragon Lee. He's actually Sakura Genesis, where he almost broke his. This neck was Marty the kind of match that you yes. would think would be the one that's kind of scary to watch because Will Ospreay, like you said earlier, his match against Marty Skrull, some scary stuff going on, but fantastic storytelling. There was that one suicide dive spot, which yes was was pretty out of control. But it wasn't a whole lot of just let's drop our let's drop each other on our heads. Mm-hmm. Let's do all sorts of crazy stuff. It was so athletic. It was so fun. The pace never let up. It was crisp and smooth. the storytelling was there, yep. and it was just pure joy to watch. And I think that that you know I think they do have another Kenny Omega level guy well, with Will I mean, Ospreay. I, th- I think in terms of a best bout machine, yes, it remains to be seen whether he can be Kenny's equal when it comes to personality and mic work. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's kind of the one remaining thing. Like we saw, I saw some interview bits after Best of Super Juniors and after he won at Dominion, and he poured himself fine on the mic. Mm-hmm. But you know, Kenny, he had it. He has it. Yeah, he does. Um, and I'm not sure if Will 
has it on the mic yet. Yeah. I just don't haven't seen enough of his recent work. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing about the thing about Kenny is I, I don't disagree with anything you say, but Kenny definitely has it. But his promos aren't for everybody. Oh, they're agreed. very stylized. stylized. Yeah. And the thing that really carried Kenny, like 80% of Kenny. Oh, it was his in-ring work, yeah. And that's Osprey. And so, mm-hmm. I, while I agree, it, will he be able to transform himself into... Because Kenny really transformed himself into such another world-level character, yeah. you know? Yeah. Can Osprey do that? I don't know. Now, one thing I didn't mention earlier was his match against Jay Lethal at Ring of Honor's anniversary show, which is really good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And he worked heel mm-hmm. during that match. And he's yeah. a, Osprey is a really good heel. Yeah, sure, yeah. I actually enjoy his heel work probably more than his face work. Yeah, well, he, character he, he also super kicked Jack the Jobber back in WCPW. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I saw somebody posted that gif somewhere. Yeah. Jack took it like a champ, too. He just felt like a sack I of potatoes. I can believe that. Yeah, it was great. He's a professional. He is a professional. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. I, I think that uh, I think that uh, the world. Here's one one. So like to contrast somebody else that has also been compared to being the next Kenny Omega, Jay White, who had that switchblade character. Well, I think it kind of works for him. He had that switchblade character kind of put on, on him, yeah. pushed on him, you know. And I hope they don't do that with Will Osprey. Yes. Just let him be Will. Let him be this passionate wrestler guy, mm-hmm. and I think he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, no, definitely uh, up and coming best bout machine for sure. Uh, moving on, number five. Five. Becky Lynch. I mean, come on. She main evented WrestleMania and became Becky Two Belts. Yeah, short lived is what it was. Uh, it's still a, a pretty historical moment. Yeah. Um, it is important. Um, and while the build up to mania storyline wise wasn't great for her, it's out of her hands, uh, her performance, um, especially, uh, roasting Ronda Rousey on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I think that the build, look, say what you will about the build to mania. It had a lot every week. It had people talking. Oh, it did. You know, whether it was because of Ronda's vulgar, uh, kayfabe breaking vlogs, uh, or, or like you said, Becky's Twitter activity. Um, it didn't always translate on screen, mm-hmm. but you can't deny that from her loss to Oscar at the Royal Rumble to her winning the Royal Rumble, uh, her ascent, uh, and obviously even preceding that, her actual sort of turn from squeaky clean baby face to sort of more tweener, mm-hmm. um, really propelled her into 2019. Oh yeah, all the way to the main event of WrestleMania. Yep. Like you said, absolutely historical, groundbreaking, uh, earth-shattering, climate-changing, main eventing of WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. And so. she won on top of that. And uh, she has a wonderful boyfriend named Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. He had a pretty good year, too. He had a decent year. Won the Rumble, won the Universal Championship. Yeah. Yeah. But, pretty good year. Uh, but Becky Lynch making history and uh, well, perhaps still more importantly, a it's a good job. year for Seth and Becky because apparently they found each other and they made a love connection. A love connection was made. Yeah, maybe it was late 2018, but we only found about it this year. Yeah, there's like like grainy pictures of maybe them with a red circle around their mm-hmm. their hands locked. Well, that could have been that could have been not them and just some conspiracy theory nonsense. I know exactly. But it's been proven not, thus far to be true and accurate because WB acknowledges it on TV. Confirmed, they smash. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. who wouldn't want to see that? Moving on, number four. Four. John Moxley, who? John Moxley, no, so I didn't Dean say, Ambrose. No, Dean Ambrose would probably be on the worst 
2018 <laughs> list. But John Moxley's on the best, even though he's only really uh, existed as John Moxley in in the wrestling world for about mm-hmm. a month. Uh, Look yeah. at that. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah, uh, he. Uh, Made waves early this year, of course, as Dean Ambrose, when rumors came out that he wasn't going to re-sign with WWE. And in a really odd move, WWE publicly acknowledged that, yeah. saying that he is not going to re-sign. And then wish him best of luck in future endeavors. They pretty much said, hey, we'll welcome you back anytime. This was this was really... When, when you place it against the context of what he said was going on on the Talk is Jericho podcast, which we already referenced in the Chris Jericho entry, when you, when you place it against that... Uh, and how WWE only paid him 500 bucks for that big shield send-off. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. It's like on the outside, they're treating him like a million bucks. Like, oh, this guy's great. He's awesome. But then behind the scenes, they're just kind of... Are you they know, burying him? Are they not burying him? It's like they're going back and forth between wanting to bury him but not going all the way with it. Hey, we can make money off another shield reunion. That kind of stuff. It was. It just seemed really weird. It seemed shock funny. I don't think he ever actually used this phrase, but it all seemed very passive aggressive. Yeah, that sounds. You know, right. it's like, oh yeah, we're paying you some lip service, but really, we think you're crap for not wanting to be with WWE. Know. God, you know, gosh, why would you want to be? Damn why you. would you not want to be here? Damn you for not wanting to. Damn you. With us. Damn you for not wanting to resign with us. But this whole time, he was saying nothing. Oh, He's keeping quiet. The smartest 2019. Yes, yes smartest. Played his cards <laughs> perfectly. Exactly. Um, so uh, according to him, in February, he went and shot that little uh, teaser that aired at 12.01. The, the John second, Moxley trailer. The second his contract expired. Yeah. That was up on social media. Very savvy. Um, and got people talking. Is he going to show up soon? Is he going to be a double or nothing? Even though there was a couple like double or nothing references in there. There's like 525 and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, is he going to go to New Japan? Is he going to go to CZW? Is he going to be in the King of the Deathmatch tournament? What's he going to do? What was the, hold on a second though. What was the timeline for him talking to Tony Khan? Do you remember that? Mm. Was that before or after he shot that thing? Were those references mere coincidences? I doubt it. You would think not. I mean, maybe it was a situation where. What was that? Know. When was that first Death Rider promo? That was shocking, because the like the the and but I mean yeah, that was shocking. The Death Rider was Moxley. That was crazy. It was shortly after his his trailer, I think. Yeah, I think it was. It was maybe a week or two afterwards. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, he shot that trailer uh, on the down low, mm-hmm. uh, and then for the next couple months. Just did what they wanted to do. Kept his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Kept his mouth shut. Uh, and uh, he sort of quietly said, yeah, I'm, I'm not coming back. And then, uh, and then, yeah, they, they gave him a big send off. And we all thought, oh, we heard, oh, he's shooting a movie. He's going to be gone for that. Mm-hmm. We didn't know if he was the type of guy who like wanted to actually do anything or if he just wanted to take a break after the, yeah. the rigors of the WWE life. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, that dude was antsy to wrestle. Yep. He was antsy to show people how he wanted to do it. Yep. And, uh, you know, he had a lot of problems with those people, and he, he had did. no problems he did. spilling the beans uh, on the Talk of d- Jericho Definitely podcast. wasn't airing, airing your grievances on Talk of Jericho. <laughs> That's right. Um, and then he shows up at a Double or Nothing to much uh, excitement in Ballyhoo uh, to close the show. Shocking. And then he was revealed as uh, the Death Rider. Death Rider. One piece of Juice Robinson. Who doesn't? He got that yep. best Super Junior Finals. He is now your New Japan Pro Wrestling IWGP United States Champion. He wants to be in G1. Yeah. Uh, he's got a match against Joey Janela. Or by the time his airs, it's already happened. He had a match against Joey Janela at yeah. Fighter Fest. Yeah. 
Um, uh, That might very well be a bloodbath. Mm -hmm. Remains to be seen. I'm excited to check that out. It's it's really been a very exciting two months, month and a half for John Moxley. He seems liberated. He seems happy. Yeah. Yeah. For the first time in a while, he seems happy. Yeah. And it's awesome. He had, I mean, absolutely, he's been like the top story of 2019, uh, John Moxley. Uh, and it's been it's been great. It's been awesome. Yeah. To, to you know these these the, this interview we gave the two interviews one with Wade Keller one with Jericho just you know opening up the the curtain mm-hmm. on WWE mm-hmm. and the creative inner workings totally and how kind of disheartening it can be. So hopefully uh, maybe some 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 of that whistleblowing will lead to some change. Yeah, I'm not optimistic, but one could hope. Yeah, you can always hope. Number three. Three. Roman Reigns. Uh, one, two, three, four. Four words, Larson. I'm in remission, y'all. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, if this was top ten wrestlers who like whose personal lives had the best 2019, then he would probably be number one yeah. because uh, his cancer, he announced late in 2018. Yeah, I believe November of mm-hmm. last year. That uh, his uh, leukemia had returned, which he had battled uh, the 10 years ago, 15 mm-hmm. years ago, something like that. Um, and, uh, and he had Sorry, to, October. and October. he had to 20. vacate the universal championship, uh, which he did. And he went away for a couple months. And, uh, during that time he got treatment mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, filmed a little bit of a, uh, some movie bits with mm-hmm. the rock for mm-hmm. his movie, Calvin and Hobbes. And uh, and then uh, throughout that treatment, apparently learned that it's in remission. Mm-hmm. He was able to come back after only like four months being yeah, away. February twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Showed up on Raw, said, "I'm in remission, y'all." Crowd pop big time. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since then, he's been, uh, you know, he's been welcomed back. The crowd, they're not, they're not really booing him anymore. No. I think there's there's this general feeling that the Roman Reigns experiment is sort of done with. You know, mm-hmm. Seth captured the universal title from Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. uh, and Roman has been in feuds mainly with. Uh, I mean, he was in sort of like a weird feud with Elias, and that translated to Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre again now. after their match. And uh... and so they're keeping him away from sort of title scenes. That's going to be interesting to see if they can organically work him back in. I do think that they should, you know, keep away from that for at least until he's been back for a year, yes. um, and and really craft a, a nice story for him as opposed to just going back to well, he we want him to be the man. Yeah, I know. So we're going to put him out there. Yeah, it's, it's good they they decide not to push him directly into the title picture. Yeah, after he returned because. Yeah. Some of the, the 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 goodwill he engendered by coming back um, might have been mitigated somewhat mm-hmm. um, unfairly, but yeah. nonetheless, it might have been. So good that didn't happen. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because you know we've been critical of Roman's creative in the past, but he always seemed to be an exceptionally hard worker. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, uh, and a locker room leader. We've yes, heard. Yes, apparently everybody loves him. Um, so you know whatever uh, trials and tribulations he's faced in his wrestling career. Um, the you know, like the, that's not necessarily his fault. No, there's, I mean based on what Dean says, there's really not much you can do if you're fed crap creative. Your hands are you got to just put your hands in the air and, and kind of make the best of it what you can. Yep, yep. 
Yeah, but uh, but no, I mean the fact that he came back, he's in remission. Mm-hmm. That's that's a tremendous story for him. It is, it is, it's awesome. And uh, and yeah, so far, you know, like we said, they've been doing some good things with him. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that continues on to the second half of 2019. Yes, you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Number two. Two. Cody Rhodes uh, had one of the best matches of the year against his brother, Dustin, at Double or Nothing. Five-star uh, match, according to the Wrestling Observer himself. Can't disagree with that. No. Uh, and perhaps more importantly than that, it seems like he is spearheading a lot of what All Elite Wrestling is doing. With, I, I, I believe that without Cody, there would be no All Elite Wrestling. There would not be an All Elite Wrestling. I believe that. He was, this is the year he was... Uh, no, he won the championship in October of last year. All in at all in, right? The NWA championship. Yes, sorry. September yeah. last year. September of or last year. Uh, Labor Day weekend last year. Okay, yeah. Yeah, September 1st, I think. And then was. he kept it. When did he lose it? Oh, it was only a matter of like a month. Wasn't only a month? Yeah, okay. He didn't have it that long. Boy, time goes by quick. It does. Uh, in any event, this is the year that All Elite became a real thing, an actual thing. It's a real thing, Larson. It's a real thing. It's a real thing that he can do, it's a real thing <laughs> that he's going to do. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, and yeah, like you said, Double or Nothing was a stack show. But Cody Dustin really, really did stand out. Stole it. Stole mm-hmm. this show. Yeah. But I think, you know, in a, in a larger sense, um, listening to Dustin's appearance on Talk as Jericho, hearing about how Cody was was really hands-on, again, if not spearheading uh, a lot of the, the production rehearsals. Um, we saw a picture of him at gorilla position mm-hmm. um, backstage at Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, the text exchange between himself and best friends yeah. that Chuck T put up yeah. where he was going back and forth with them about, Hey, here's your an early version of your of your Titantron. 
what do you want to see added to it? That was very eye-opening, man. It that really was. was. It really feels like he is super hands-on with the product, yeah. which is great. He seems to be an incredibly creative guy. Um, uh, oh, and I think he's kind of the creative force behind the the road to Double or Nothing, the road to Fighter Fest series as well. Too, yeah. um, so he's driving a lot of what AEW is doing. And so far, it's pretty much largely all been great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, don't have much to add to that. Uh, everybody is very, I mean, we can just anecdotally speaking, from the numbers that our all elite wrestling content, whenever we talk about it, whenever we have something to review, whenever we discuss it, uh, people are very, very interested in it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think we're all looking forward to seeing what they're going to bring to the table mm-hmm. weekly television in October. Mm-hmm. Um, before then, we've got uh, All Out, we've got Fighter Fest, and we got a Fight for the Fallen. Fallen, yeah. I, I don't know if that's going to be tele- uh, televised or not. I don't know. I don't know. Given that Fighter Fest is, is going to be free on a Bleacher Report Live, you would think that they would do something. They might do the similar deal with that. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be. Anyways, hell of a year so far for Cody. Oh yeah, absolutely. But who had the best year, Larson? Let's find out right now. Number one. Oh, Zach Gibson? No. No. Kofi Kingston. Yes. Oh man, this was one of those once. In, this only happens once every couple of years, if, if that. that. If I haven't seen a, a situation like this since uh, Daniel Bryan, since Daniel Bryan was yeah. sent to the main event, and that was yeah. 2014. And even before then, it's hard to pinpoint one, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the the crowd carried him uh, to. They willed him. Yes. To title match, of course, he took advantage of this opportunity uh, in front of him due to the uh, injury of Mustafa Ali. Yeah, this is all leading up to the Elimination Chamber pay per view. That's right, and uh, the crowd, and you know, the New Day, uh, Xavier Woods and, and Biggie have always been very vocal about wanting to uh, push Kofi to that spot, to the main event spot, mm-hmm. to the world title scene, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and they used his story of being there eleven years, always doing what he's told, always being a professional. And, you know, really deserving that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, Vince came in uh, to sort of act as, you know, the guy who's going to put him, you know. Uh, put roadblocks in his place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went through this grueling gauntlet match. We went through several because the first one was in the Elite Elimination Chamber. I think to determine who was last in the chamber. Mm-hmm. It was when he officially replaced Mustafa Ali. Yeah. He was in it for a good chunk of it. And that's when the crowd really, really took hold of him. him. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then he almost won an elimination chamber. It was down to him and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And from there, it was just his momentum every week, which is build and build and build, build. And every time WWE put creative, you know, like kayfabe speaking, put a roadblock in front of him, it helped to enhance his momentum rather than hinder it, which was fairly often the case with Becky Lynch. Every time Vince came out and tried to mess with Becky, it just left you scratching your head. Yeah, right. Thinking, well, this is just keeping her from doing what we want to see her do, which yeah. is fight. Yeah. Whereas Kofi, every roadblock put in his way uh, was an obstacle he had to overcome. And generally speaking, he did it. But if he didn't, it was in the most thrilling, dramatic uh, fashion possible that engendered even more goodwill towards Kofi. This story was, it it really did feel like one of those things where Vince, you got to give credit where credit's due, where Vince saw this opportunity to uh, especially with Daniel Bryan being back, being a bad guy, being the world champion, uh, and doing some parallel storytelling mm-hmm. between what happened with Daniel Bryan leading up to WrestleMania 30, and uh, and this with Kofi Kingston leading up to this year's WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and I do think that he that Vince and whoever you know creatively was behind 
some of this stuff, and then Vince had the final word, really knocked it out of the park yep. with his Kofi Kingston stuff. And Vince, obviously, you know, being the guy, like you said, putting the roadblocks in the path, was obviously very heavily involved in this. Um, and this had, you know, probably the most emotional moment at WrestleMania was mm-hmm. him actually winning it and then celebrating with his family. Oh, it was a fantastic match. Too. It, oh, and it was a fantastic match. And that's the one thing about Kofi Kingston is that even after WrestleMania, like, you know, we, we touched a little bit about Becky's uh, 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 road after WrestleMania, how it hasn't been the best one. This Lacey Evans thing is just kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, but Kofi has actually been booked pretty fairly well afterwards. Mm-hmm. They're giving him high profile matches having these matches, you know, with, with quality opponents, yeah. Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, um, now Dolph Ziggler, uh, and, uh, and they're having him put on these fantastic matches and win. All to establish him firmly as champion. As worthy champion, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And the, the injury to Big E kind of was fortuitous in that because we got to see a lot of the spotlight on Kofi, yeah. not the, the new day. Yeah, you know? it kind of whether this was a plan or not forced – their hand maybe to mm-hmm. tell the story of okay Kofi he has to win everything himself yeah yeah um, and it's been a really pleasant one so this is definitely a killer killer 2019 for Kofi Kingston and I do hope that the rest of uh, the year uh, will be equally as good uh, we'll see this is going to be it'll be kind of interesting if Brock uh, if they have Brock try to cash in I know that they've they've really firmly established Brock as wanting to cash in on mm-hmm, Seth mm-hmm. they could pull a swerve and have it happen on SmackDown, yeah, uh, especially instead. if they want to have him on SmackDown either as champion or Money in the Bank briefcase holder. Right, exactly. Yeah, they could do this. In which case, Kofi might close the year, maybe not as champion, but maybe in a pretty decent feud against Brock Lesnar. Entirely possible. That could be interesting, and yep. that might lead to a, a big win, maybe even a clean win over Brock yeah. Lesnar, regaining yeah. that title. I think that'd be a killer way to oh, finish yeah, hell off yeah, the year. Man. Uh, in any event, uh, there you go. The top ten wrestler had the best. 2019. So far. So far. Any of these people could lose fingers at any time during the rest of the year. And turn their good 2019 to maybe a bad one, depending on how often they use their fingers. Or, or what a, finger it is. Or a better one. Look, did you know that I lost my finger? Get your finger too. up there. I can see it. What? I can see it. Illusion. It's not an illusion. I tried to. Look, I got a little scratch right there. You do. Tried to cut it off. Did Didn't you have... try to bite it off? Probably. I don't ever. Anyways, let us know who you guys think had the best 2019 in the comments. There are some people we left off this list. Uh, MJF had a killer 2019. Oh, hell yeah, man. Who else? Uh, uh, we take off there that was on there at one point. I don't remember. Zero. Zero. Oh, yeah. Lucha Brothers, they've uh-huh. had a good 2019. Yeah, yeah. Young Tom- Bucks had a good 2019. They won the AAA Tag Talk. Yeah, they're doing it. Hangman Page, number yeah. one contender. Yeah. For Luchasaurus had a great 2019. Luchasaurus, too. he's got a great Orange 2019. Cassidy. Orange Cassidy, breakthrough year after yeah. 14 years of wrestling. Yeah. That's good stuff. Joey Janela. Yeah. Oh, man. Everybody in AEW. Wrestling's great right now. <laughs> Wrestling is great. Right Wrestling now. is great. Okada, he got that uh, title back. He has a good all the time. He's Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.